Boker Tov, Boker Tov. So today, um, we are learning. So today's lesson is uh, for Judith Milgram, right? Yes. May her soul be elevated and bless her entire family. Um, we are learning the chapter number 12 in the Tanya. And we might, we might be able to say about this chapter that this is really the, the hero of the Tanya. The main character is the Benini. We have uh, concluded chapter number 11 where we talked about the Russia. The Russia is one who is subservient to the negative, to the Yetzirah, to the evil inclination, the animal soul, whether subservient completely like the, the complete Russia or the one who has bad and only bad, or Russia that has some good who is less subservient to the animal soul. And the tzaddik is the flip side, is the one that completely vanquishes the animal soul. Or the incomplete tzaddik still has a little bit of animal soul left, but doesn't have to even wage war. The bainini is the one who's in between. The word bainini means literally in between, intermediate. He's the one that on the action-based level, when you're talking about his thought, his speech, and action, he is similar to a tzaddik. In other words... He doesn't willfully think negative thoughts. He doesn't willfully say anything wrong or do anything wrong. But when it comes to his essence, he's like the Russia. Why? Because in his essence, he does have a healthy animal soul as opposed to the tzaddik who has vanquished it completely. And that's kind of that intermediate level of the Benini. So let's say that inside. The Alter Rebbe's words. Perik Yud Beis, chapter number 12. Now we're going to page 89. The Benini, intermediate man, is he in whom the evil of the animal soul never attains enough power to conquer the small city. In other words, the body which is likened to a small city which the divine animal, divine and animal soul both wish to dominate has to clothe itself in the body and make it sin. What does it mean that the Benini doesn't sin? He has complete control over three areas. The garments, thought, speech, and action. That is to say that the, say the three garments of the animal soul, namely thought, speech, and action, originating in the klipa. In other words, forbidden thought, speech, and action, which derive their vitality from klipa explained in previous chapters, are in the Benini so subdued that they they do not prevail within him over the divine soul to the extent of clothing themselves on the body. So he never allows for the animal soul to have control over his thoughts, to have control over his speech, to have control over his actions. In other words, but as you'll see, the animal soul will definitely give their opinion on every matter, but he's not going to listen. What does that mean? He doesn't allow them to clothe themselves in their body, neither in their brain, so that the brain think forbidden thoughts with the animal soul's garments of thought, nor in the mouth to speak forbidden words, the garment of speech, nor in any of the other 248 organs to act in a forbidden manner, the garment of action. In none of these do the garments of the animal soul clothe themselves, themselves to, clo- to cause them to sin and to defile them, God forbid, in which case he would be a Russia, not a Benini. The second the Benini um, entertains a negative thought, 
willfully or says something negative, says something uh, or does something wrong, then they, they lose their status of Benini and they go down to the status of a Russia. Only the three garments of the divine soul, they alone um, manifest themselves in the body, these being the thought, speech, and action related to the 613 commandments of the Torah. So his mind, his thoughts are always filled with thoughts of positive thoughts of the Torah mitzvot and his speech and action. The Benini has never committed any transgression, nor will he ever transgress. You might ask a question, what do you mean? If a person once transgressed in their life, they can never again become a Benini? That's not the case. What we're saying is, the Benini is the one that even if they did do sins earlier, they did tshuva for those. And the Benini is the person that God could look and say, this person in the situation they are right now, they're in a situation that they never done a sin in the past because they took care of it. They did tshuva. And will never do it again in the future. In their situation right now, they will never falter again. The name Rasha has never been applied to him, however, temporarily, not even for a moment throughout his life. So then the question is going to be, why is he called a Benini, not a Tzaddik? If the person is so perfect in their thought, speech, and action, what makes them a Benini? Now we're going to learn what makes them a Benini is the very fact that he has to battle himself. In other words, a Tzaddik no longer needs to have the battle, doesn't have to have the fight. But as we're going to learn tomorrow, the Benini doesn't have any dominion over the essence of the animal soul, only of the application so that's the difference between the Benini and the Tzaddik, as we'll learn further. May our, our, our overcoming the animal soul bring about the great light of godliness that comes when we suppress the negative desires and bring about the revelation of Mashiach speedily now. Amen.